Before I get started, I would like to issue this disclaimer. I am not a mental health professional. I am an individual who is passionate about mental health and topics related to mental health. Research has been done on these topics and I am sharing my own personal experience. All conversation and information exchange are intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Any information shared should not be used as medical advice or to self-diagnose. If you believe you are experiencing an emergency, please talk to your primary physician or call 911. Welcome back to an all new episode of Mind If We Chat. I'm your host, Sarah. If you're a new listener, thank you for listening. And if you're a continued listener, thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. Um, I have two guests with me here today. I'm really excited to talk to them. They are no strangers to this channel as they are the owners of this channel. <laughs> so I'd like to introduce Mikey and Krista of South by Southeast. Hello, guys. Hello, hello. Hello, uh, I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. Oh God, uh, Mike is my name. <laughs> well, it's really good to have you guys here today. I have not seen you guys in a while, so it's very nice to see you. Yeah, yeah. Happy, uh, happy New Year. Happy 2024. Hopefully, everything is going good on your end. Yeah, yeah. Happy everything, guys. Happy right. Everything. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> or wait, let's go further back. Happy Halloween. Year, Happy is, Thanksgiving. Year of the dog, or what is it? No, I I don't know. I don't know. See, I just threw a curveball on that. See what I did there? <laughs> oh yeah, because the Lunar New Year is coming up. <laughs> yeah. So, so you he got one there. <laughs> All right, so I have been wanting to do an episode with you guys for forever. So now we have made it, and this is the 62nd episode. (laughs) Finally. It's never too late. (laughs) Well, we made it before 100, so that's good. (laughs) I'm excited to have you guys on, and I wanted to talk to you guys about community, because you two are so ingrained in the community and big parts of the community. I wanted to sit down and finally get to talk to you guys about your thoughts and, you know, all of that good stuff. So we're going to get into the to the meat and potatoes of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to dissect here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's, a, it, it's actually a really straightforward concept of what we do, but it just ends up branching out into so much different variables that it gets exciting. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the truth of it. And that's why I want to talk to you guys because I have heard like snippets and I get re- I get excited about how excited you guys are <laughs> about what you do. <laughs> So before we start, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Oh, me? Yeah, uh, ladies first. Ladies first. Oh, okay. I'm a gentleman and a scholar. Right. (laughs) Right. Okay. Um, So I'm Krista. I am a Leo. Uh, Krista, are you married? I am very married. Thanks for pointing that out, husband. (laughs) I am the... Co-owner, co-host of South by Southeast. And I don't really know how to talk about myself because I don't get questions a lot. I mean, I guess uh, South by Southeast is my hobby. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> she uh, She's a journalist. I mean, 
How many times have people heard that, though? She loves wine. (laughs) Now you're just getting into random facts. Favorite color. One of her favorite colors is purple. You probably know more about me than myself. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's what husbands are for. (laughs) Right? Just to remind me. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. (laughs) Go ahead. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Mike. South by Southeast. I'm, I'm actually supposed to be the guy behind the behind the camera doing all the work behind the scenes. And the reason for that is because I didn't go to school for music, uh, but I ended up somehow getting into this industry of live music. And uh, for the past 15 years, I've been doing audio at a casino here in Hammond, Indiana. And that trans- transitioned into getting like a stagehand. So if you see a show, someone has to put it together. I'm one of the bodies that put a would they put a show together if you go see something? Yeah, like physically putting it. Yeah. Together. So if you ever go like to Wrigley, Soldier, United Center, places like that, and see a show, uh, chances are my hands were on something that had to do with it. <laughs> that barricade. <laughs> so, so now I'm curious: Were you behind the Pink concert? Did you? No, I was, I was probably so. My main house is a is a casino in Horseshoe. Okay. Okay. So whenever I'm free, they'll pull me in and send me over there. So like, um, I'm doing Travis Scott tomorrow for the second time. Nice. Well, you would have already coming. done Travis Scott by the time back. this comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So by the time this comes out, I would have done Travis Scott for the nice. second time. All right. So uh, I need you to find a way to get to group love. <laughs> that's the goal, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So that's see, that's the thing, right? They they need to play houses that are unionized. Oh, Metro yeah. Metro's cool. I love Metro now, but they need. That's a whole nother podcast, as our friend Jen, I would say, right? They need to pay a fair wage for me to go into that room. Hey, you're just talking <laughs> yeah, union. And I, don't wanna, I don't want to take it there. So that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> All right. So now that we know a little bit about you guys, <laughs> you know the triggers. <laughs> I apologize. What inspired the start of South by Southeast? Uh, it was just a boy fell in love with the girl. And followed me. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and then I got picked up uh, to help out do some community stuff that she was a part of. And uh, we ended up clicking, talking, getting to know each other. And then obviously, you know, we started dating and stuff like that. And that was the initial. There was no intention of doing like a podcast. Or no, because really. it was forbidden in our group yeah, that we know, originally yeah. were in. We were just dating, having a good time. And then we decided like, hey, why don't we do this thing? You know, why don't we? kind of like do interviews and do like um and at the time we didn't think it was a community like thing that we're giving back it was just more like hey you know we could have fun talking to these uh businesses and putting stuff out in the digital world because everything's moving so fast now um with my experience of having all the music stuff i had all the equipment that we could do that we could use to make it happen and she has all the experience with doing interviews so it was kind of like why don't we see what happens yeah, and then that just kind of turned into, well, what's our favorite place to eat in the neighborhood? We can go there and talk about it because maybe somebody hasn't heard of um, La Michoacana or they haven't heard of Tacos Castillo. Or- yeah, I don't know if we have like OG listeners, but before when this first started, there was three of us. Um, I was literally just behind the uh, behind the scenes and we had a friend of mine named Rafa and it was him and Krista were doing all the interviews and we had it set up with the green screen. So like all the B-roll footage was behind us on screen in mm-hmm. real time as we were talking about it. It was actually cool. Like it was a cool looking little setup. Uh, but Rafa got busy with work. He was, I, we worked together at the casino, but he was like on the beverage end. 
and his our seasons can get really crazy and uh time was just not like really working you know it was working against us more than for us when we were trying to plan things out so he just kind of stepped out and did his own thing as far as like i'm just gonna work and focus on that because we need money to survive so it can't be mad at him for that one and right. we just decided to focus on Krista would be the basically the face of the show. And then somehow I have no idea. <laughs> I got trickered, tr- trickled or suckered. I don't know what the, I don't know what the correct <laughs> word is here, but somehow I ended up on a camera. Yes. You and did. That's, and that's probably what people know like today. I know because people obviously recognize him more than they recognize me. And I'm like, you know that um, I started at the very first episode. <laughs> Been here from since day one, but that's okay. <laughs> I think it's the ears. You can't look at these things. You can't not forget that. Well, people can't see this. So, <laughs> so Krista, Krista, I have to ask you, um, do you ever get nervous being on camera? Or since your field is journalism, um, do you get nervous before interviewing people? I think I get more nervous when it's somebody that we don't know or that we haven't met before. When it's somebody like you or somebody that we've known for a long time that just happens to have a business, it's more comforting to know that, okay, you know, we're on the same level. They know what to expect. They know how this thing works. But when it's somebody that we don't know, then that's when I think the nerves start to set in. And I'm like, I don't know if they're going to like what I have to say. They're going to think my questions are dumb. That's when like all of the, the things in my head start triggering and they're like, okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah, you're nervous, but they're going to be fine because they're going to be simple questions. And that, I think that's kind of what has to go through my head before an episode that airs or that videos and tapes with somebody who I don't know. It's almost like a mental checklist yeah. that drains your, I'm sure Sarah, you know this already too. Like it's, you're kind of drained for the pre-production before you actually start because you got to, my biggest fear is, and it's happened before. <laughs> Prep, I forgot to hit record. You know? Or like everything's cool, but that one mic volume is just a little bit lower or whatever the case may be. And then you gotta try to fix it uh in post production. But yeah, and I honestly I think having that level of um nervousness is a good thing because that's the human aspect of what we do. And no matter what you're doing, even if you're passionate about doing something, you always wanna be I don't know. It could be butterflies. It could be nerves. It could be whatever, but you always want to be like, man, am I good? I'm excited because I want this to be good. I want this to be good rather than just going in being a hundred percent confident and not, you know, doing, I guess the work behind the scenes that leads up to that moment of actually going. Right. Yeah. I can agree with that. I mean, how would you feel if, you know, we just started an interview and there was no real like baseline of what anybody's going to talk about. We just turned the microphones on and we're just there. You're like, okay, talk. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be a little weird for a little bit until someone feels, you know, normal and they could open up and then feel like they could talk to you. Yeah. So there has to be a little bit of work going into it before you actually start. And I think that's where the, the nerves come into play. Yeah. I could say that's pretty true. But like, like I said earlier, it's more with people that I don't have experience with or haven't talked to before or I'm just coming in like this is the first day that I'm meeting you and I don't have the background to know like, oh, yeah, his favorite color is black. Her favorite color is pink. Yeah. Like, you know, simple things like that. I think that's what makes me more nervous than just talking to somebody that I do know. It's just easier. (laughs) Yeah. Comfort zones. 
And so then when you do talk to somebody and the interview's over that you didn't know, the interview ends, how do you feel afterwards? Like, do you feel a sense of relief? Are you like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen now? (laughs) Yeah, I think I do feel more of a sense of relief because now it's over. Like all of those butterflies that I had to begin with are gone. Like, I feel like they kind of understand the concept now of where we wanted the interview to go. And the interview is always going to be about them. It's not going to be about me trying to pull questions. Like that's that's always the essential part of a good interview is to have them talk about themselves and what they're passionate about because I'm already doing what I'm passionate about by talking to you and interviewing you and putting this interview out to however many people are going to see it. Like it's not about me and what I think. It's about you and what your passion is and what you want to get out to everybody else who doesn't even know what you do as your passion project. Like that's a good interview to me. That's going to be the bread and butter of this episode. Like you talking about you and that's the whole point of getting that out. Like that's, that's a good interview to me. Nice. Yeah. What she said. No, it's true though. And that's, that's a good way of thinking about it. I like that. Everything you just said, honestly, I'm going to repeat the same thing. So I'm just going to be quiet. (laughs) So definitely from what I hear you saying, having a good mindset about things is important. Making the other person. Yeah. Yeah. We always tell people this podcast isn't about me and Krista. It's about the business that we're covering or whoever has, you know, the spotlight for those minutes that we're doing. So we're not trying to, I wouldn't say step on anybody's toes, but we're trying to use that time wisely so we could get their information out and just and just be a supporting role for them mm-hmm. right right well you guys do a really good job at it you guys are very you know i've watched uh some of the podcasts and i've listened to some of the audios and i really enjoy it because i get a better sense of what's out there um because i don't live in the community anymore so i'm like okay well i'm driving by i'm gonna stop at this place and get burgers because krista said they're delicious right exactly and i think that's the point of going into the interview whether you've been there and can agree or whether you've never been there and you're like okay well if they said that this like for your example instance um this burger is really good so i'm gonna try out the burger and if you see something else that's on the menu that catches you right you can be like oh yeah maybe i'll try that too and that's the whole point of getting to know the business through the podcast and maybe you're you know iffy about it but you're like okay I watched this episode I know what to get I know what they got and I'm sure of that so that's kind of what we try to pull through the interview too yeah and you guys do like I said you guys do a really good job of highlighting and I like your style Krista you make people feel comfortable you could tell thank you I try I try (laughs) It really is a, a process, like we were saying, like the whole there's basically a podcast before we even hit record. Because like Krista said, sometimes we come in touch with people that we've never met before and we gotta essentially butter them up and make them feel comfortable because it's not an easy task to sit there and talk about your business in front of a guy who has headphones on with a camera that's like two feet in front of you, <laughs> just like looking at you. And that's me just looking at them and being like act normal and just you know. You know what I'm saying? Just be normal. Pretend like it's just a conversation. So I would never want to put someone in like an awkward, uh, you know, scenario where they're just not comfortable and they want to talk about their brand. Essentially, like the dude's sweating and they're like, so we make, you know, cheesecakes. Like I would never want to put that on anybody. So we always want to make sure they feel comfortable 
and we will talk to them for as long as they want until they're like, okay, let's do this. Let's go. Yeah. And so they start talking about their grandma. And then we're like, okay, you're ready. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here we go. You're at the you comfort level we need. Family party. We're ready. <laughs> so besides making people feel super comfortable, you guys are also really good at collaborating with other people. So what made you collaborate with other people, such as myself, <laughs> to start different podcasts on the channel? Um, if you have, how could I word this without sounding like weird or like trying to say like I'm better or something, but if you have access to something that can reach, a, you know, potentially a lot of people, why be selfish and keep it to yourself? So, uh, we have this really cool opportunity where we built a, a platform and we've reached, you know, over a thousand people and we know people who are willing to help and are like-minded. I feel very confident in opening up our doors a little bit and letting somebody else in. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. <laughs> well, I would say the same thing because you're the editor of all of these podcasts, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much on on my plate to take that on. So that's more your wheelhouse. Okay, then I'll, I'll take. I just want to leave space for you, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel like everybody has a voice, and I tell this to this is like a broken record. Everybody has a voice. Anybody that's listening nowadays, nowadays in 2024 can start a podcast. Um, you don't even really have to worry about the sound quality, right? Like you could literally grab your phone, talk into it and post it up somewhere. And then you, you know, what you are saying is important and people see value in it. Uh, we just so happen to have, you know, all this technology where we can make it sound better, I guess you could say. And uh, I have the knowledge to edit it and put it together and make it sound even more clear crisp whatever you want mm-hmm. to do so it's just a matter of putting in time and this is a hobby that i enjoy doing so when we had the opportunity to talk to you sarah it's like well, of course this is your topics are extremely important to our area and it's not like there's other things happening like this so it's, it's not an oversaturated market so it makes sense and if you're willing to work with us we'll be willing to work with you and that's how this beautiful relationship you know came <laughs> to be Yes, I agree. And I'm very thankful that I our paths have crossed, you know, because I think it goes beyond the channel now. Like, I, I, I think I've mentioned this in another podcast. Like, you guys went and got me equipment. Like, yeah, you guys I didn't mean, have to do that. But it's so, right. it just shows where your guys' heart lies. Yes, you know, and, and, and that's what it is. Like, I'm not going to, we're not perfect, right? We make mistakes. We're human beings. But mm-hmm. we're going to try to do the best that we can. And to me, it's only appropriate if we're saying you know, you're going to give us something. Well, if we're going to give you something in return, right? So here are the tools mm-hmm. you need to be successful in what we're doing. And we have no problem giving you what, what we're doing, whatever that will take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, thank you guys. <laughs> All right. Thank so- you. <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> I really, I enjoy doing this. Um, you know, I wish I had all the time in the world to do it more. But uh, it's it's the inspiration behind why I went back to grad school, you know? That's like, awesome. That's yeah, awesome. so. All right, guys. Your podcast is based on community, local businesses, and what they have to offer to the community. So with that, how do you both believe you found your community? I feel, <clears throat> I feel like there's, when you say community, right, there's like subgroups of a community within a community. Um, I would say are like, Sweet spot is the everyday person who, you know, works a nine to five um, and doesn't really travel like outside of the area. Like 
doesn't go to the city all the time. Like that is our community. But before that, the community that I had on the Southeast side, it was the music community. And that was like all the, you know, the high school bands that would play around and all the little bars and everything that were going on in the area. And then it's just, it was an easy transaction or transition going from that to the, to the, you know, business owner, because a lot of my friends were mm-hmm. people, they were like, okay, now I'm going to do this. Now we're growing and people were like learning different things and peeking into different interests. So getting into what we're doing now is like an easier way of finding a community that was already kind of seeded or planted from the old one. Mm-hmm. And I tell this to people too, like most of the interviews we did were from people that we already knew mm-hmm. from high school or grammar school. Because like I said, as we're getting older, they're learning a craft and they're building on something that they have going on. And then they see value in what we're trying to do. And of course they want to be a part of it because we don't charge for what we do. Everything we do is just out of like the kindness of our heart, right? Like whatever you want to call it. So if I'm coming to you and I'm saying, Hey, I don't need any money. I don't want anything from you. It's a good, um, it's a good promotional material at the very least for you to jump on this and get your word out. And I think that's where like we built a community off of that friends, networking, networking, talking, Hey, go talk to these people because they're really cool. So it was an organic way of building it. Yeah, I think you you had a good catalog of people that, like how you said, were already starting or up and coming. And it was just, it just felt right doing things for them because not only were they our friends, you know, they also needed help and to get the word out to whatever it is that they were doing. And what other better way than to have them be featured and like how you always try to tell people to get them to open up and let them let let the audience understand that they're a real person too. Like they are, you know, down the street, you know, with their family every day. And this just so happens to be something that they are passionate about. And if we didn't have the podcast, then how would all of the people that we're able to reach find out about them? Yeah. Yeah. It's part of like the whole, like talking before the podcast um, is that like, we want you to be yourself. Like if you want to take this interview and be all proper, we could put a suit and tie on all day and, you know, sit behind a desk with their arms folded and speaking correctly. But if you want to be yourself, we want you to come on, be yourself. If you want to crack a couple jokes during the interview, we encourage it because, um, the whole point is, even though you're a business owner and say if you're a brick and mortar, just because your name is on that sign doesn't mean you're a billionaire. You know, it doesn't mean you have $100,000 in your bank account. You're, you're probably still living on the east side. You have a family. Those kids are going to the grammar school within the area. You'll probably run into them at Strax, at Pete's, at the old Jewel when it was open, right? Like mm-hmm. these are people that are in the community trying to keep the money in our area. So why wouldn't we want to support those kind of people? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think there's something really great in that too, right? What you said, like letting people be themselves. Not a lot of people get space for that, yeah. you know? So it being so inviting and then saying, Hey, be yourself. Don't come on here and be someone else. Let people yeah. see the, who you are. I think that that's really beneficial too, because you know, who wants to sit here and be so proper? Like that makes you nervous because yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, the wrong thing. The like, yes. Mm-hmm. Am I going to yeah. say the wrong thing? Am I going to upset someone? Like when you can be yourself, your authentic, true self, I think that translate, but be- that translates better, especially yeah. in interviews. 
Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and you'll also notice that once you give them that opportunity to be themselves, just naturally, if you're passionate about something, you're going to dig in on your own and say what you want to say naturally mm-hmm. rather than, you know, you have five seconds to answer this. You have 10 seconds to answer that. Now you're putting them on a, you're putting pressure on them. And now they're like, oh, crap, did I say everything I wanted to say? You right. Know? Right. So thank you for highlighting that. Okay. So there's the idea, and I've talked about it before in workshops we've done together, that wellness is rooted in community. So how do you both believe that people coming onto the channel and focusing on their business, how do you believe that that helps the community be rooted together? I think that it helps by letting everybody know that, like how we said it before, these are just regular normal everyday people who are just trying to make it in the neighborhood and the neighborhood has to come out and show that support to help those business flourish and to help keep those businesses there and to help, you know, keep pouring money into them so that they can do bigger and better things. Um, I think it kind of takes a weight off of the business too, to know that, okay, I put myself out there. I let people know how I am, how my product is, what quality product I have. And that just kind of takes everything off of their shoulders, at least for the moment, at least for that episode to let themselves explain their product and let everybody know, okay, this is the kind of quality that this is, that's going to be put out. And I don't have to worry about people perceiving me in a different way so that I'm not an approachable person. At least that's what I would hope for. So that they can show themselves in a different light and not just as a business owner and air quotes. Yeah. I mean, wellness is it's in itself. The way I'm thinking of it is pretty broad too, right? Like wellness could be money. Wellness could be your mental state on everything. Wellness could be the product that you're doing, like the quality control. Um, It's really broad, but at the end of the day, the idea is for the community. You want people to take advantage of what is happening. And as a business owner, if you know you're putting your product out there and you see people are coming in and they're buying it, one, they're utilizing the resources that we have within the community. Two, they're keeping the money inside of the community. Um, and then three, you know, like like when you start a party or whatever and you invite a bunch of people and then the first 30 minutes, nobody shows up. You're like, oh, crap. Is, is anybody coming? It's like the same thing with these business owners, right? They put themselves out there. They're vulnerable. Once somebody buys something and then somebody buys something else. They see a rhythm of, oh, man, I'm almost halfway sold out or I'm a quarter way sold out. There's something about that feeling like a, a hormone or something. You just get excited and you're all you're all pumped up and you're hyping yourself up. Now you're physically seeing these sales are happening and it's going to motivate you to want to do more. And that could be make the product, keep it going, make another product or start giving back to the community and doing something and getting involved. Like So the wellness is just it can be a small little idea and it can also be this dynamic, ginormous thing where now you're participating in the, you know, in the, in the parades and you're giving back or you're part of the, the, you know, whatever planning committee, like it could just, it can get big. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the hormone you were searching for was dopamine. Dopamine. <laughs> Good old dopamine. <laughs> or Mountain Dew. <laughs> so I really like that. And then I think when I think about the way you guys highlight businesses, right? Like you're giving people ideas of where they can go. 
you know, and that's always good for socialization. Like, Hey, I want to go out with friends. Like, Hey, maybe we can go to this place and hang out and have some food, or maybe we can go here and, you know, do the activity that they have to offer. It's, it's also giving people some kind of leeway to have, like, I don't have to just be at home. Like there's Mm -hmm. places for me to visit within my community. Yes. You know, and you look at that and that actually, I don't know if you guys realize this, but that can be a protective factor for people who suffer from loneliness and uh, social isolation, uh, social isolation. (laughs) You know, you didn't be yeah, by yourself, but like, only in the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's not coming out. You know, when I was looking up, um, when I was looking up like research articles for the episode, and I saw what isolation can do to someone, you know, and that loneliness, it drives yeah. depression, it drives like, you know, um the risk factors for suicide. And so when you think about like, how can someone highlighting a business be a protective factor? It is, it's a protective factor because you're giving people ideas of things that they can do. And even further from that, when you guys do events, you know, when you guys post your Christmas tree, like socially, you're getting people to kind of talk about things or when you host events, like the chalk it up event, like things like that and having people come out and saying, this is all free. You know, well, like, we can't take full credit for Chalk It Up. Chalk It Up is a collective of all of us and you're mm-hmm. included. So um, like I said, we're not perfect. I might sometimes say we do this, we do that. But the reality is there's a lot of people behind uh, a lot of these things that happen. It just so happens our name is on it. Or maybe people see that name and they just think we did it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for anybody, but these are a collective things that we do. And yeah, isolation could be a blessing or a curse, right? Some people need that time off because Mm -hmm. you know they're they're being run down from work and they just don't have that break and then they finally have a day or a weekend where they could just sit home and just like i don't have to do anything great but then it could also be a curse like you're saying where people could go into a depression and they don't want they like physically they cannot get out of bed or do anything like they're just down and yeah with the christmas tree idea it's great because you know everyone for the most part is going to be on their phone just like surfing the web and doing some stuff and they post a tree up and someone comments or they see a bunch of likes on it and they're like, oh, that's a beautiful tree. That dopamine, that new word, <laughs> he, that knew, word, he learned a new word, that word of the day kicks in, <laughs> right? And then now, you know, your chest is sticking out a little bit more. You're feeling a little more prideful and you're like, okay, you never know. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think just having that, that you guys have, even, even when you did talk about like, there's other people on Chalk It Up, there is. And I feel like even just being able to be a part of that, now you're inviting other, like other people are coming together, you know? So even having that kind of togetherness within like other people who in the community who want to do things, you know? Community, yes. Yes. It's, it's a huge look- part. I mean, what do they say? A village raises a child, you know? It's, it takes a, a village. It takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> Uh, it's the same concept, right? We're willing to open up our doors a little bit and invite everybody in. If you have some positive ideas and positive thoughts, why why work against each other when we can work together and make this a successful, whatever it is, event, whatever you want to call it, why not work together and do it? And even talking about that, when you look at like when you were a kid, like this person was so ingrained in the community, like those people get remembered for the things that they did you know, for the community. And maybe at that time they felt like, oh, I'm not doing enough. But then when you have kids who grow up into adults and remember them, 
you know, having that is something really special because that could spark something in them and inspire them to now continue. Yes. yes. You and, and were doing. That is something that me and Chris will talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. We encourage the next generation to come out and basically essentially kind of take over what we're doing. You know, at a certain point, we're going to become old. <laughs> and, and who's going to listen to us talking about try this place and try that place or whatever. But uh, I'm looking forward to that moment where the younger generation does come and uh, kind of take over and they do their thing because they're going to reach a whole demographic that we're never going to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, and it almost happened a couple of times, but uh, at the end of the day, this is kind of like a part-time job. This is a whole thing all on its own. Editing a video can take six hours. Doing a podcast take another two hours. So you're trying to put material every week. That's its own thing. And if you're a young kid, you'd rather be out hanging out with your friends friend. and doing whatever it is you do. You got sports or whatever you got going on. So I understand where it can trail off, but hopefully one day we will see that happen. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Or maybe we could find somebody and help them do it too. Like like I said, the door's always open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So we're on the topic kind of leading to this. So this is good. <laughs> I, like, I like talking to you guys. It's easy. <laughs> So can you talk to us about some of the relationships that you have built with people? Because Krista, earlier you said you do meet new people doing this. And, you know, I'm pretty sure by meeting new people, you somehow make a relationship with them. So talk to us about that. I think that we've come across a lot of new different people. Um, A lot of the people have seen us grow as a podcast. I feel like one of them has been Vicky, your cousin, um, Buzz, and Jess, uh, Voyager, obviously, because he's been with us for since you guys started your guys' yeah, podcast. We, yeah, yeah. Um, and Jedi. So we've we've had a lot of good relationships start off, you know, from the beginning of the podcast and continue through what it is now. And those are through some of our patrons too. Like we have kept them on. Well, I shouldn't say we have, but they've kept themselves on as patrons and have helped us, you know, grow the podcast in itself. Like, I don't think we would be where we are without, and I say this all the time without our patrons, like they are truly part of the South by Southeast platform and they continue to help us throughout everything that we've contributed to the community and helped within the community to help keep the podcast going. Um, And without those relationships, I feel like we, I don't think we would probably reach as many people as we have. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a mixture of that. Plus the fact that we don't charge anybody to be on our show. Um, Cause yeah, a big, a big thing that we used to come across was, we meet you, say, hey, Sarah, we love what you're doing. Would you be interested in doing a, an episode with us? Um, nine times out of ten, the reaction would be, great. Uh, do you guys charge? Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like, no, no, no. We don't charge. We do not charge. This is completely free based on your time. If we can make it happen, we'll do it. So I think right out the gate, once the people will see, like, oh, this is like, they're not charging me anything. There's nothing to hide, kind of, you know? Like, mm-hmm. of course, I'll come and talk to you. And then mm-hmm. once we meet, once we meet them... We don't just show with the camera and go, okay, let's go, let's go, start, you know, let's go, you over here, you over there, let's go, put the light on here, let's go, all right, mm-hmm. ready, okay, bye. But like, we don't do that. We'll hang out, introduce ourselves, talk to them, get to know them, do the episode, talk to them again afterwards, and then we always say, if, you know, this doesn't have to be a one-time thing, utilize us as much as you want, blah, 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 you know, if you ever want to be a, on the show again, let us know. 
And I think just that naturally and organically um, puts their guard down. And then they're willing to like, okay, we'll mm-hmm. keep you guys in mind for something else. And then that would always be just like a real quick, like check in. And next thing we know, a friendship starts from there. Mm-hmm. And, then and we'll always come back and, um, and, and try whatever they have, you know, like if it's a coffee spot, we'll go back and get coffee. We won't just show up and leave. Right. So I think people see that, like you guys are, you know, you guys are real. You guys are, you know, yeah, you guys aren't here trying here to get anything from for us. For a one-time deal and yeah. one and done and be done with it. We always try to go back to everything that we cover because obviously they're real people. Yeah. Like, you know, and they have good stuff. So yeah. why, why wouldn't we go back and try it, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's so, how we, that's how you initially built the, build a relationship. And then mm-hmm. say when we did the on air uh, segment, the first ones we did, we did on our own, completely on our own. We did it all. And then after that, we opened up the doors because now we have data. So we could go to somebody and say, hey, if you're interested and you want to be a sponsor, we still keep the the cost low because we understand you're still, you know, a mom and pop shop. But it's a good opportunity. This is the fan base that we get. These are the numbers that you could potentially see, like, a, you know, people seeing your product. And if you want to work with us, let us know. And everybody says, yeah, yeah, of course we want to work with you. Mm-hmm. So hearing the feedback and everything also gives us an idea of where we're at in the community and how we... Um, I guess how we're seen by these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you said data, and I was like, "Ooh, data!" <laughs> <laughs> Just numbers. Yes, tell me about the data. <laughs> Just numbers. <laughs> so, so, do you guys feel more connected to other people doing what you do? I mean, it's not it's the talker. Yeah, yeah. I'm the talker. <laughs> obviously, I'm the talker, but. Now, when you say that, I don't want people to think like business-wise. This is no. more of a personal connection. He's like, so tell me, how do you roast those beans? <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, <laughs> like, so, oh, here we go. We, Another 20 minutes. We're like, going to be here for a while. Look at it, look at it, look at it. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie will be a great example, right? We met him. Um, he wanted to be on the podcast, so we did it. And then we just kept in touch. You know, it, it just turned into, hey, you want to get some food together? Hey, do you want to go do this together? Like, yeah. <laughs> And then that turned into, why don't we collab and do a shirt? Or why don't we should collab and do a shirt one day? And that was on the table for a long time. And then when I um, decided we should do an audio podcast, like, why don't you be a part of it? And that that's how that relationship. Just- I thought he was a guest and then he just kept coming back. No, we met him at a, at a pop-up that AJ did. I remember that. We were live. We did a really quick, because we can't talk to everybody for too long. So in that uh, situation, we try to give everyone a couple minutes and we just move along and talk to somebody else. And then after we filmed, I told him we would love to have you and do a video. And then he came through and he did a video. And that's how we actually started talking. So we did an episode on his clothing. Uh huh. And then when we did the audio podcast, yeah, he was a guest. And then we asked him if he just, he just actually just never left. That was what I just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, now that you're saying it, yeah, he just kept coming back. <laughs> he was, and now he has his own podcast. <laughs> and I love that dude to death, you know? couple years ago i didn't even know what his name was yeah you're like hey voyager he's like that's not my name there's people like that that we meet and there's just a cool connection where it's like we get along we see eye to eye like wait did we just become friends oh gosh (laughs) yeah kind of those things he does a lot of those (laughs) too many for me to count that that makes you know what we're doing that much better because yeah we're making connections with business owners and we're doing this and that if we ever need anything but we're also making really good friends Mm mm-hmm I'm not going to say we're best friends, but we're making, you know what I'm saying? We're making some good friends. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And I wanted to highlight that too, because that's really important, like overall for your well-being, right? You connected with these people and now, you know, they're not just people you connected with to highlight their business. You can truly call them a friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good feeling. Like, honestly, like I couldn't be um, any more happier with what we are doing with everybody, like with you guys, what are the Lord with everybody that we work with and with what everybody is doing. Like, I think we're killing it right now. We're doing something in my mind that has never been done for the community. And uh, I hope it motivates anybody to want to do something similar. And if anybody has any questions on how to do it, I'd be more than happy to assist and help out. It's an expensive hobby, but there's also alternatives and different ways you could do it on a Mm -hmm. budget. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. All right. So I'm going to switch a little bit and we're talking, talk about support. So support is super important and you both do a wonderful job at supporting others. Um, How do you support each other in times of crisis? Let's start talking about you guys. (laughs) Uh, It's usually a trip to Portillo's. um, (laughs) When Chris is feeling down, I go to Gaties. We eat our feelings in this household. Occasionally, no. Um, you know what? I've been with Krista for so long. Um, I'll throw this out there. We've been together ten years, going yes. on maybe eleven. Yes. Congratulations! Um, thank you, thank you. And she literally is my best friend. She's not just someone you know. I want to look at as my my wife or my girlfriend. She's also someone that I want to genuinely spend some time with and catch up on TV shows and let's have some fun. Let's go bowling. Let's go do this and that. Obviously, the pandemic kind of did a curveball, and we're still recovering from the stuff that we used to do, right? Because it's like you fall in the habits. But um, yeah, just with that, like, and we're we're changing as people as we grow. So acknowledging that there is a shift in this, that, whatever the case may be. Like, I'm getting older; my back is starting to hurt. You know, like she's there to help me. You got to do some stretches. You got to do this. Here's some links. Here's that. Like. And that's that's kind of like how our operation works. Like I'm always going to support her till the day I die, if she if she lets me. Like I'm just I'm caring. I love her, and I want to make sure she's happy. I tell her I'm here to um, I'm here to push you and see you grow. I'm not here to degrade you and pull you back. And if you ever feel like I'm doing something to you, just talk to me. You don't have to hold anything in. I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. I will hear you out as best as I can because I am a human being and I am not perfect, but I will do my best to do whatever I can to make sure that you are happy. Because at the end of the day, that's my goal. That's why I'm here. That's why you married me. Locked in forever. (laughs) Don't sit on their child behind you. (laughs) But it also helps. Like We see a lot of the views in the world very similar. And there is no like, there is nothing that that divides us like sports teams or politics or anything like. There's no weird thing in there outside of like, I rotate and turn too much when I sleep and I fog the covers. Like that's you know that's yeah that's, that's why a, we have know, separate covers. That's a problem in the house, and that's not a bad problem to have, you know. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I can't. I can't be cold at night. <laughs> but I really like how you acknowledge that, Mike, that you both are growing. You're not yeah, going to stay the same yes, forever. Because I think that's what pitfalls a lot of people into disruption in their marriages. 
recognizing that as you age, you do grow in different ways and yes. how to still stay as a unit when yes. that growth does happen instead of just, because I feel like we're in such an age that it's easy to just be like, you know what, peace. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. no, it definitely is. You're too is. different now. No, yeah, and it's easy with all these apps and everything to just kind of be like, this can, can be, be a whole nother podcast. Yeah, it really, it really can be. It really, really can be. And it is, you know, it's hard, right? I can only mm-hmm. imagine, like, but um, I don't know if it's just the kind of person I am, but, like, if I'm focused and this is my end game that I'm looking at, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to disrupt anything in the universe that's been, like, laid out for me. I'm not trying to find out what happens if I go through that door, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. I know this is my goal. And, uh. And that's it. Like, I'm going to stay on that track and I'm going to do it. And I guess I'm just kind of hard headed where I'm like, no, Satan, (laughs) not today. (laughs) You know, I just I set a goal and I do it. And that's just how I've always been. Um, Even getting into this industry, like I said, I've I've been doing sound for 15 years. Well, before that, I was just a young 21 year old kid, had no experience at all. And I was like, I'm going to find a way to get into this industry. And I did. I lied and I got in. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I lied my way into the industry and I got in and then from there I just uh, worked on my craft and I found out if you don't ask for something you're never gonna get it right so getting in it's kind of like okay well in two years I should get a raise and then they do a review and they're like you know you're a really good worker but you know there was this one time so we can't give you the full raise you're only gonna get an extra five cents and there's so many years of that happening we're all just like you know what man I'm gonna start freelancing I'm going to make a way to get to this amount of money. And then when I would go to freelance, I would lie to them and say I was making $5 more than what I was making at the job I was at. Or hours, or maybe I'll say $10 more because I knew they're going to say, well, we can't give you that, but we can give you this. So, okay, I guess I'll take it. Now I just got a raise. And then I'll go back and I'll do this and that. And I left, I did touring and then uh, my job recognized it. And they said, we want to give you more money. So I just see the goal and I just kind of aim for it. Okay. <laughs> And see, Mike, I wouldn't say those are lies. That's just fiction. A little fiction in your story, okay? Well, they were they were truths, but just extended. But those definitely a lie. So my dad's a musician. My dad's a musician, and I I've helped him set up his gear, but I've never so actually it's not an exact lie. It's yeah, just but I've extending never, the truth. Yeah, but I've never mixed his band. I just helped set up. You know, and, they, and I observed the mix. <laughs> Doesn't matter. My bosses know the whole story. <laughs> all right this will not come back to haunt you no. <laughs> and then another thing that you said that i really like too is just um again kind of recognizing the fact that um there was something that you really said that i liked and it just left my mind see cool. <laughs> telling cool. you I'm telling you it's, it's happening. okay it's old okay. age is setting in <laughs> it's happening guys it's finally happening <laughs> <laughs> you said something about just um i know you said about changing like people changing and things but um yeah when it comes back to me i'll talk about it because i'm yeah. of course yeah i said a lot in the, <laughs> but in it might not be i said a lot in a lot period of time <laughs> my dopamine is slowly going away <laughs> <laughs> and then so for you krista how do you feel that you help mike in times of distress well i feel like he's a very easy person to support like it's very easy to for lack of a better word jump on his bandwagon to try and support 
everything that he does. Um, for a long time in the beginning of our relationship, he was gone for a lot of the time. So it was easy for me to support him from afar and being home and just holding down the fort here and waiting for him to come back. So that just kind of helped pave my way to how to understand him and his life and his way of working. So that truly did help me and knowing how to support a musician because they're going to be gone for a lot of the times. They're going to be gone for a lot of the family events. They're going to be gone for, you know, pivotal moments that you may not think about at the time. But prior to him, I was okay with being by myself. I was okay with being independent, knowing how to carry on. And that just kind of fit into his life. So being able to support him and do what I needed to do on my own just came naturally because I was like, okay, I can do what I need to do on my own. He's taken care of. All he needs from me is the support and to know that I'm here and I'm always going to be here to help him in whatever he needs to do. And so it just molded our relationship to know how to communicate with each other. And I think that that's something that we have always been able to do. And I think you being away kind of helped that communication because you being gone, that was the only thing that we had to talk to each other, to get to know each other. And I feel like, again, I'm going to use this word because it's a lack of a better one in this dopamine, (laughs) in this time and age. People don't talk to each other anymore. People are always on their phones like, oh, why did you post this about somebody? Why did you post that about somebody? And in the beginning of our relationship, we had nothing but time to talk to each other, whether he was out in Wyoming doing a show and had downtime. It was us just talking to each other and getting to know each other and getting to know our personalities and getting to know what ticks each other off and what bothers each other. Like that just kind of gave me a guideline to how you operate yeah. as a person. And how long was that? That was like the first three that years. That was like the first two to three years of our relationship. So I had a good amount of data <laughs> on you. <laughs> nice. I like what you did there. <laughs> but- to understand the mic guidelines. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, um, the industry that I work in, it's, it's, uh, it's, um, takes a toll on people, right? Like, I think we have a high, um, rate of suicides and a high rate of divorces because, Mm -hmm. because we're needed the whole time, you know, you go see, so let's just say you go see a show at Wrigley. You're there on Friday. You're there for what? Four hours or so, five hours, maybe. Mm -hmm. Well, we were there since Monday setting that thing up. And then someone's there at 8 a.m. until doors at 6 p.m. And then they're there until it ends at 10.30 p.m. And then we don't leave till 6 a.m. So everything you see at Wrigley or Soldier United Center, it's gone that night. Like, we're there until it is gone. So you're away from your family all the time. And if you're at a theater and it's theater season and you're doing two shows a day for five days a week, how are you going to have time to see your kids? How are you going to have time to go see, you know? a play with your wife or whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just stuck at work and you're making really good money, but you're never home. Yep. So a lot of people do get divorced and 
unfortunately commit, you know, suicide, if I can say that. Um, but I made it a point with the road thing is the same thing. Like either you're on the road or you're not on the road. There is no, I'm only going to do this part time. Either you're with the band or you're not. And uh, I made it a point. I want to be home, but I want the experience. So I'll be on the road. But at the end of the day, whatever Krista wants to do, like I'm going to support it. So I've been fortunate enough to make it as a freelancer and kind of be wanted as far as having a kind of like a schedule where I know I'm going to make enough money and enough income to support the family. So whenever Krista says, Hey, take Saturday off. I want to go see a movie. Saturday's a prime time in my industry. There's going to be a work. There's going to be a work call, but I'm willing to take that and just say, okay, I'm going to take the day off. It's planned. We're going like today. Mm -hmm. Today was all doubles to work for the Travis Scott thing. And Krista wanted to go get brunch. I said, I'm going to take it off because at the end of the day, I'm not going to fight with my wife over whatever when we're pretty blessed and we have everything, all our ducks are lined in a row. So if she's happy, I'm happy. Yeah. So to dissect some stuff, because now my thought came back to me. Thank you, brain, <laughs> for working. <laughs> Communication was what I wanted to talk about. Mike, you said earlier that, you know, I'm going to say you can talk to me and tell me whatever you want. I'm not perfect. I'm human. You know, something. you. So even just having that and be able to express that, not a lot of people can do that. Not a lot of people can say like, hey, I'm. It, you might upset me. I'm human. You know, yeah. but I still want you to open up to me. So that was one I wanted to highlight. Yeah, I would. I mean, like, like in, like in general, with whatever the case is, mm-hmm. um, if Chris is not happy with something, what is the benefit of holding it in, bottling it up, and not saying anything instead of addressing it? Where it's early on, like, how long are you going to put up with this before you uh, explode? And then you're like yelling at me, or she's, you know breaking a broom over my back or whatever the case may be right that's like, why your back know. hurts <laughs> yeah that's why my back hurts like we don't know what what could Life happen to somebody damage <laughs> <laughs> when when you're like emotionally distressed right we don't know what could happen um right. just talk to me we'll figure it out and and i always tell her the same thing with like her job like if you're not happy with work don't feel like you're obligated to have to tell me like obviously she tells me like oh man this day sucked or whatever but like if you're legit like i think i'm gonna quit like, you don't have to run it by me. We'll figure it out. I'd rather you wake up, be happy, go to work, come home, be happy. Because people carry that stuff home. They take it out on their dog, take it out on their kid, take it out on their significant other, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it motivates them to not want to do anything. And then they just want to stay home and not do anything because they know they got to go to work the next day. It's like, if you're not happy, talk to me. We'll address it. We'll figure it out no matter what the uh, the issue is. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like you have good balance. You had time away you know, Christy, you being so understanding, because I'm sure that was hard. But I think having the personalities that you guys have is just a good match. You know, Christy, your fierce yeah. independence, <laughs> you know, and being able yep. to say, like, I don't need <laughs> you under me 24 seven. Yes. Yeah, it I, it, with it this. Really yes. I think that having the two years prior to him just being by myself and knowing what I was capable of on my own kind of paved the way for him to do whatever he needed to do and succeed in his industry so that it didn't really take too much of a toll. I mean, obviously I was sad when he would leave, but then I'd be like, okay, I got a woman up, put my big girl pants on and do what I need to do because he's not going to be there all the time to, you know, help me out or do what I need to do. And he's not going to be there all the time. 
And that was my whole mentality while he was gone, while he was working, while he was learning to be successful in his industry. And, you know, I can't try to hold him back because I just want him home all the time. Like, that's not fair to him. And it's not fair to me to always have somebody cater to my needs and what I want. So I think that, like how you're saying, the balance of what we have in personalities kind of just ended up working out without knowing the full detail of it in the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. Right. It's give and take. That's all it is. Just give and take. Well, even when I'm home and I'm working, I work 16 hours a day, but I get to come home and sleep in my bed. I get to take a shower. You know, I'm not, when I was on the road, I'd be gone for six to eight weeks at a time, come home for a week, head back out, do it all over again. So the fact that I'm home, give or take again, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll work whenever you want me to work. Sundays are prime time, we can double time, whatever. But if it's a holiday, I'm not interested. Yeah. I'd rather, I, I'd already lost a lot of family time being mm-hmm. on the road. So when I'm home, if there's a holiday or a birthday or anything, a family gets together, I'm making it a point to take it off and be there because there's been, there's been so many, uh, family gatherings. Where's Mike? Where's Mike? Does he even exist? Yeah. Kind of a deal? It was a George Glass type thing. Yeah, I promise that was <laughs> real. Like, yeah, George Glass. Okay. We'll believe it when we see it. Honestly, then that, that was another hurdle, right? Like. Like I'm dating this girl. Her family doesn't even know me. They've never seen me. I'm never around. Like now I'm home. Now there's questions that, that need to be answered. Right. So, so there was like at least a year of having to like, I won't say convince or persuade, but like now I got to be vulnerable and let her family know who I am and why I'm gone and why this is, I'm still doing like how our relationship works essentially. Yeah. And I think setting that boundary too, like I, I'm not going to take this gig because Krista wants to go you know, have a brunch or like, because there is a play that she wants to see. I think having that balance, because I think when you do it, sometimes it's good, it's balanced, but if it mm. happens all the time, then it starts to become something different. So I'm, I'm happy that you're able to figure out what works and that's good. And I like yeah. you guys a lot. <laughs> mom and, I call you mom and dad. <laughs> Dad's not willing to lose anything important to him due to like work, you know, so. I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. That's good. I'm happy to hear that, guys. All right. So as we come close to the end of this episode, please tell us what you do for self-care. You want to go first? I know what she does. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> You're doing signals. No, I'm not going to say it because I want you to see it. <laughs> oh. But I know what you do. I do do. Yeah, do do. She said do do everybody. <laughs> Krista's self-care is uh, watching the Real Housewives of Insert City here. (laughs) Getting her nails did. Her hair did. Yes, I do. And then she deserves it. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's usually my monthly self-care is just getting my nails done, getting a pedicure um, and just spending time away from the house. I mean, not that it's chaotic or anything, but it's just good to get away and not have to worry about anything for at least an hour. And that's probably the most retail therapy that I do and maybe go grocery shopping occasionally. <laughs> that's really about it. And then she also does the clean eating um, every once in a while. Oh yeah. I do do that. 
So she'll do like a week straight of no. So slowly, my wife is transitioning into like a vegan. She stopped eating red meats a couple of years ago, but she will take it a step further and do like a week of just no meat, no anything, just like a vegetarian uh, diet. Mm-hmm. So she that is another part of it's this self care because she's taking care of her body. You know, I have to. This this old aged body is <laughs> getting up there. <laughs> So what do you do? Uh, my thing is just music based. Oh yeah, um, that's true. I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't really listen to music. I like producing and writing music. And I have a band, The Artisan Fire, if anybody's interested. Um, plug. Throwing that plug. Check us out on Instagram. <laughs> Facebook. Uh, <laughs> but I, I've always been a musician. That's how I got into this industry. And uh, I was a drummer, had a band uh, called Teach the Fire. Our singer passed away, unfortunately, due to cancer. And that kind of hit me pretty hard, you know, like with anybody else, like you don't, there's no motivation to want to do that craft anymore. You're just kind of like, it's not the same, man. Like my homie's not there anymore. Then it hit hard. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but all you could do is just enjoy the time that we have here. And, uh, it's just kind of those things where like our friends come together and they reminisce and do stuff and they're all musicians. So I ended up picking up guitar and, uh, we started jamming music started getting, you know, better started getting a little more organized and doing it but music is my outlet um with technology like i said you know you could do a podcast on anything the same thing with recording so i have my little laptop and my guitar set up and i'll just kind of like just be jamming on the guitar while chris is watching tv and i have my headphones on and i'll have to like check in like hey am i like am i bothering you and am i making too much noise and of course she's supportive and she's like no man just have at it so i'll sit there for three hours and i'll write a song or write an idea show it to the guys or keep it for myself and that's that's what I do. That's mm-hmm. that's my little escape of just like letting my mind be free and relaxed. That's really nice. It's really nice. So it sounds like you guys both have your own separate things that you do and that you enjoy, you know. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you guys do things to keep yourselves healthy because it shows it keeps your marriage healthy too. Yeah, it really, it really, 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 really does. Okay, there you go. <laughs> no, because we're, we're like, like we're running to people in the streets, and they're like, "Oh man, you guys, we love you guys." You know, like, "Oh yeah," and like, and it's cool seeing that. And it's not about the podcast; it's just how we are as people. And mm-hmm. I love my wife. I'm not gonna lie, I love her, and I love you too. <laughs> You're looking at me like I, I, I enjoy. He's pitching me under the table. <laughs> I enjoy spending time with her, and I think it just shows because we're not. We're just being ourselves. We're just having fun. Right. We're just being two goofballs, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. yes. See what you're doing, Mike. You stop it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I would like to thank you so much for coming on. It has been a long time coming. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We did it. <laughs> so glad to have you guys. And thank you for everything that you do, you know, for for me, for everyone else in the community, you know, it's not, it doesn't go unseen and it is very much appreciated and we need more people like you in the community. Thank Thank you, you, Sarah. I don't even know what to say. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I gave you a good boost of dopamine. (laughs) I think you got it today. I got it. (laughs) We got to look at the data. (laughs) We'll look at the data. I will plug them in, (laughs) upload them, see what happens. All right, guys. Thank you again for joining the podcast. Uh, if you guys want to listen to this episode, 
<laughs> you can head over to South by Southeast on any major streaming platform and stream it under Mind If We Chat. Again, you can find it on South by Southeast. And where can we find you guys at? Oh, what is that? What is that? Uh, what are the the ats? Uh, South by Southeast <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook, um, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube, X. X. I forgot TikTok. We're on TikTok, TikTok. occasionally. We don't do the crazy dances or anything. Yeah, our main focus is uh, Facebook. Yes. Then that's Instagram and then YouTube. Yep. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining me on this lovely afternoon. And Mike, thank you for putting this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It was lovely chatting with you. All right. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode and stay tuned for the next one. All right. Bye. I am not a mental health professional. I am an individual who is passionate about mental health and topics related to mental health. Research has been done on these topics and I am sharing my own personal experience. All conversation and information exchanged are intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Any information shared should not be used as medical advice or to self-diagnose. If you believe you are experiencing an emergency, please talk to your primary physician or call 911.